have you been blessed this morning? Have you been blessed this morning? Okay, if you are not sure whether it was a blessing you got, have you learned something this morning? Yes. It looks like I'm not sure. Amen. Amen. Please help me appreciate God in the lives of all the ministers. Amen. Amen. There's this song, I hope you will know, I've asked a lot of people, they don't know it, and I like it a lot, and I would like us to sing it together. It's Jesus at the Center by Israel Hilton. Do we know it? You know, I'm, very, I'm not very confident in my voice. So <laughs> From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the same. If you can sing, let's sing together. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the Six billion. 
So at the time, I don't remember now, but they knew that they had about a quarter of the world's population as the number of accounts that had been set up. It was a win for them. So um, the interviewer asked him and asked, okay, by the time you are able to get everybody on Facebook, what will be the next goal? His answer was that it would be to keep them for longer hours. So Netflix was just getting on at the time. So they were already talking about sponsoring and um, um, bankrolling movies so that people are, you're not, you don't have to pay your Netflix subscription. You can stream your movies directly on Facebook. So it's about keeping you there for as long as possible. All of that to say that social media is not going anywhere, not now. And not especially now that Metaverse. I don't know if anybody has heard about Metaverse. It looks like it's going to, it's the next big thing. It is. It is. And then if we do not learn to control our attention now, um, it might be a big challenge. Please, let's open John chapter 8 verse 36. We read John chapter 8 verse 36 and Galatians chapter 1 verse 5. John, if you can find it before me, I'd like us to do this together. If you can find it before me, please read. John 8 36. Even if it's on the screen, please read it for us. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. Amen. So next, Galatians, I'll just read that one more time. So if the Son sets you free, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, you are truly free. Then second, uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. John chapter 8 verse 6 is first telling us that we are free. The Son has set us free, we are free. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 adds something to it. Stand fast therefore in the liberty that Christ has, has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen. So um, for Galatians 5 verse 1 from NLT says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. Don't get tied up again in slavery to the Lord. Amen. So all of these verses seem to be saying one thing. Christ has set us free. And then um, choosing to be entangled again seems to be a matter of choice. It seems to be within your power. In quotes. Amen. So we've spoken about being hooked. Hooked is generally um, associated with an addiction. Being addiction, addicted, sorry. Um, being addicted and then unhooked. The way we've coined it is about being free. Amen. And then we, generally when you say somebody is free, somebody is not addicted, somebody is kind of, you are kind of saying that somebody is in control. You are able to make decisions for yourself, you are able to do what you like. In quote again. Amen. And I feel like, personally, I believe that control, I don't know how many of us, many of us here drive, and you learn to drive. There's something about driving, in driving, there's the path where you are to stand, uh, Steering wheel. There's that part where you are learning to keep your hands stable. There's acceleration. Acceleration, I think that's the sweetest part of driving. But I believe that one of the biggest things about control, one of the biggest um, parts of control or being in control is knowing when to press the brakes. Knowing when to... We've spoken 
about how to control your attention, we've spoken about the tools that are available to us. I want us to remember that um, it's important that we know that we cannot, um, we cannot truly talk, we can only truly talk about freedom because of the gospel. Amen. Amen. This is the story of the gospel in summary. God, a glorious God. Okay, um, I know many of us realize there are a number of very many religions in the world. Very many religions in the world. But everybody seems to have to an idea of how to reach God, communicate with God. But Christianity is the only one where God demands a relationship. God is social. God is social. So he demands a relationship. But if you are going to understand, if you are going to appreciate that, you have to understand, um, you have to truly appreciate. I, I'm trying to keep this very short because we are out of time. We have to, if you are going to appreciate that God is social, you have to appreciate that this God is glorious. He's, I think it was Isaiah who was describing his first, the first time he saw God. And then he said, God's tree filled the temple. If you are going to understand the tree, this is what it is. A train generally is a room. You know, when a lady's wedding gown, the parts that the chief bridesmaids helps to carry, that's the train. Generally, it is said that when kings go to war and then they conquer, they conquer a king. A king's room is attached. So the number, the longer the king's train, the more wars, the more kings he has conquered. So this is our God. It's a God who straight fills the temple. Even if the temple is this place, this space. And then um, he's so glorious that I think it was Revelation that described how that um, the angels, I think there was an angel, there were angels that had six wings. But they had to, they had they used four of those wings by covering their faces. That's how glorious he is. So this God had a project. He had a project, he created man, his special project. This project was so special that the King David was writing his psalm I was saying, what is man that you are so mindful of him? It was so important to him. But of course, um, when the first Adam died, please I'd like us to read Romans chapter Romans chapter 5, verse 19. So when the first Adam, there were two Adams, the story of the gospel. Two Adams. Adam fell and then we were all in Adam because we had his nature when he fell. 5 verse 19, are we there? Yes. Okay. It says, okay, for, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made obedience of one shall many be made righteous so the story of the gospel is this one man's disobedience it puts it um, made it doomed all of mankind that had that nature then god sent a second adam his own son and then when that adam second adam came His obedience saved us because God realized that 
this special project man could not save himself. So he did an exchange. So practically he took our weakness, he gave us his strength. Took our sin, gave us his righteousness. That is the story of the gospel. Amen. Amen. I like us to actually understand this because many times um, we find ourselves emphasizing what we need to do to be saved. But I think many times we do not appreciate how much of how much of um, salvation, how much of the gospel is based on what Jesus has done. I think generally understanding that it helps, it helps us, it frees us on many levels. Realizing that first of all, this righteousness and then this access that we have didn't come because of anything I did. So it's important that you appreciate, appreciate it and then receive it and then live like you believe it. Amen. Amen. So we talked about salvation being that. And then I was describing the glory of God earlier. How glorious God is. This is what um, Jesus did in bringing the whole essence of the gospel. By the time he came, he had to die because it had to be an exchange. He died. And then the Bible tells us that when he, when he died, he died and then was resurrected. And then when he was resurrected, he didn't just leave it there. If it was just there, it was actually nice. He did something really powerful for us. But then, he now came. You see that God, who is so glorious that the Bible describes him as he dwells in this in unapproachable light. I forgot how the Bible describes him. In a unapproachable light. He's, it's that far. Jesus came and then he died with us. God resurrected with us. And then we in him are now seated at his right hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this understanding this, I'm not sure how to emphasize this more uh, further, but I need us to actually appreciate what Jesus did and then the essence of all of this. And then he did all of this to give us first a relationship. And that is key. All of this work, all of coming to church, all of um, praying, shouting, declaring, claiming we are Christians is irrelevant if there is no relationship. Appreciating the lengths to which God went. Appreciating how far he had to go. Because left to us, there was nothing we could do to save us. But this is how efficient, I like to say this, because this sacrifice happened many years ago. But it will be relevant for as long as Jesus, until Jesus returns. Hallelujah. And it's something that was so powerful. And understanding, and the reason why we can talk about control and being able to exercise control is that, excuse me, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, that's the power of the Holy Ghost, has been made available to each and every one of us. There is no junior Holy Spirit. There is no Holy Spirit junior. The same Holy Spirit. So um, access, enjoying this relationship, cultivating that relationship comes from cultivating that relationship. Think about all of the friendships you have. Think about all of the loyalties that you maintain. Amen. So that's it. So on recognizing what Jesus has done, the only reason I can talk about being free and being unhooked is because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary and all of the provisions he has made available for us. And then um, 
and recognizing what he has made available to us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So this morning we are, we are rounding up by saying that if you have not made a decision for Jesus to make him Lord of your life, he is Lord, he is Lord on his own. When some writer said he is God all by himself, he didn't need an addition. You're saying yes, your loyalty does not add to his crown or the number of stars in his crown. In his crown. But it's God all by himself. But making him Lord of your life, being the one who calls the shots. I'd like you to just indicate. I'd like us to just bow our heads and then just bow our heads and then just pray for those who are making a decision for Jesus today. And then if it is that you have not a long time you have been in touch with him. This access we have, remember you are seated with Christ on his right, on the right hand of God. You have access. You can talk to him. Just pour your heart out to him. Your father. It's not just a Thank you because even in your plan in this season, so we are relevant. So if you want to make a decision for Jesus, please just wave your hand to Jesus wherever you are sitting. Please just wave your hand wherever you are sitting. If it's a, if it's a, if it's a case of rededication for you please also wave your hands basically are saying thank you for dying for me thank you for being buried for me because we're realizing that all we have to do is to believe that Jesus died for us believing that he did it for us and then what he, his sacrifice was good enough for us Thank you for where uh, you were resurrected for me. Thank you because I was raised up with you. Thank you because now I am seated with you on the right hand of the Father. Thank you because I am a new man. Please wave your hand to Jesus. There's still a few seconds. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for freedom. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the privilege to be called sons and daughters of God. Thank you, Lord, for the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary and all of the benefits that come with it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are just grateful. Father, we ask, oh Lord, that you help us walk in this freedom you've given to us. And even in walking in this freedom, Help us to tell men, women, and everyone you bring around us about, 
about you and then all of the benefits you hold. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. 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 Amen.